I'm Kate Daniels. Pause. Progressive Animal Welfare Society is an incredible nonprofit organization helping animals, but making a difference in people's lives as well, enriching lives and enriching the community. PAWS has one of their major fundraisers coming up in early September, and they always have an honored pup leading the way. The 2019 spokespup is Samson, and we have Samson's mom with us this morning to give us some background about this cute little guy and invite us to come and meet him and join in the fun and support of PAWS. So let's meet Kelly Carpenter. Kelly Carpenter, good morning. Thank you so greatly for being with us today. Well, good morning, and thanks for having me. I am so grateful because you have just an amazing story. And stories, I feel, are a way for us to just really cut through to the essence of so much. And here's just an incredible pause story. You are the mom of Samson, who sounds like just this mighty warrior in the body of a little chihuahua, right? (laughs) Yes, that is quite true. So he has grown to be a mighty warrior, for sure. <laughs> so he really grew into his name, because that wasn't his name, right? No, when I when I got him, they had named him Jack. Oh, that sounds so sterile. <laughs> <laughs> Samson sounds like a much more exciting name and, and much more befitting, I think. Yeah, I do, too. So how long has Samson now been in your life? Uh, since October. I adopted him in October, last October. So uh, that's not that many months, but does it feel as though he's just such a deeply entrenched member of your family? It's hard to believe that it's not been much longer? Oh, yeah. He is. He is a very special dog. Um, I've had dogs all my life, and they're all special. I mean, we all... We all know that, but there's uh, definitely something about Samson Samson that has really blessed our family, for sure. And so here's a really important factor for our story this morning, is the fact that Samson came into your life from this wonderful organization, PAWS, correct? Mm -hmm. That is correct, yeah. And so tell us a little bit about your experience with PAWS over the years. Well, I had... uh donated to PAWS uh, through the charity and stuff um, for quite a while, but hadn't adopted or any of that because I had had a dog at the time. And um, when, unfortunately, last year I I, uh, lost my dog, um, that's when I started thinking I I didn't really want to get a new dog, and our family was pretty heartbroken. And so uh, that was about six months later. I decided if I was going to do this again, I was going to go to the facility at the pause and check that all out. So that's what I did. So um, I went in there and, you know, I, I didn't know what to expect because I hadn't been there. So, you know, you hear horror stories about shelters and things like that, but it couldn't have been a better experience. I mean, the people there are so nice, so welcoming, so informative, so caring for the animals. Um, you can tell right when you come in, and um, it's just a very pleasant experience. So um, that really helped. And just uh, the volunteers there and everything they're doing, it's an amazing facility. It really is. And, of course, you had a sense of that to begin with because you've been supporting, through donations, the work of PAWS over the last number of years. Right. I knew some of it. I just hadn't been to the facility. Yeah. So it was really neat to kind of go see that and and check it out. 
Right. And so you're checking it out, thinking just to see who's around, what's around, and it's all a very positive experience. And then your eyes kind of get captured by a, a little pup? <laughs> yeah. So there's, there's little little Samson sitting there, and he had uh, just recently had come in, and he had come from the, the big puppy mill uh, bus that probably a lot of people had heard about. Um, and he was just sitting in the corner, shaking. Um, and I'm not a little dog person. I've always had very big dogs, so I was kind of reluctant to have, you know, this little dog. And so I, there was just something about Samson and his eyes and the look on his face that just uh, touched my heart. And so I decided I would take Samson and so I did. And again, I, you know, I just didn't know what to expect with him and I uh, took him home and he's a little chihuahua, long haired chihuahua, which I laughed because I never thought I'd be a chihuahua owner, but uh, here I am. And he, uh, you know, it was a, a real interesting experience and I knew it was going to be a different experience because when you get your own dog, like from a breeder or friends or whoever you're getting a dog from, you're getting a puppy usually or you know what you're kind of getting a little bit, but with Samson, I didn't know what I was getting. I didn't know. We didn't know what his, his temperament was going to be or his personality. And so when we brought him home, the first thing I noticed about him is that he just, I called him a blank canvas. He just had no emotion to him. He wasn't, he wasn't nippy. He wasn't barky. He wasn't anything. He just was blank. And he had, had no socialization skills in his first three years of his life. And so he just, he just didn't have any emotion, nothing. And so, um, you know, the first couple of days we kind of had him in an area of his own so he could kind of watch us and, and kind of interact but not be stressed. And it's just been it's such a wonderful thing to see this little dog face his fears every day because he does. And I knew he did. He was, uh, didn't know what was going on, but. To see his confidence grow over the last few months that we've had him and the change in him has been the part that's so special about having him. Um, he, you know, we're not just helping him. He's helped us. He's taught us a lot about giving and, and taking care of these animals that have been abused. And, um, you know, one of the happiest moments was about, no, it's about two or three weeks in after having him, I came home from work and he came running. He had never shown anything, came running up to me. His tail was wagging and he was spinning around in a circle. And uh, yeah, it was really, I got it on video because it was just such a, it doesn't sound like a big deal, but it is when a dog isn't doing any of those things. Yes, when he, oh. as you called him, just this very empty canvas to all of a sudden have all that emotion jumping up around you and wagging his tail and obviously the sign of so happy to see you, right? Oh, it really was. It just, and we never get tired of it. Even now, I mean, I come home and he still does that and I love it every day because it just shows how happy he is and, um, you know, he just, when we brought him home, he didn't know what a leash was. He had lived in a cage, a little tiny cage. He didn't know what a leash was. He didn't know what going outside was. He didn't know what he was supposed to do. He has no concept of a dog toy. He has no interest in another dog. And it's not, it's not the normal, like, I don't, I'm scared of the dog. He just has no interest. He just doesn't know how to socialize. And so, um, you know, we've just worked really hard 
with him, and he's he's good on a leash now, and he goes outside fine. I mean, we have had no problems with this dog whatsoever. I mean, he is just uh, an amazing, amazing little dog, and he just uh, keeps growing and keeps getting more confident, and I'm really excited for him to be at Paws Walk and start that walk, and it's a big deal for him and me. You know, it's a big deal from where he's come and, and him doing this, so... We're real excited about that. And that's all in less than a year's time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. since October. Yes. And and there's the joy that we see that it's this two-way street where he's so gleeful with you, but he makes your heart sing every time that sort of thing happens. Yeah, he really does. He's just, yeah, very <laughs> special little dog. You know, we still got a ways to go. You know, he stresses out when we go out like we've done a few of the events for paws and the first one was really stressful for him but then he he's gotten better and better every time we take him and and uh you know he's got some some things to keep doing or work on but it's going to take a lot of time you know there's a lot lot in his little brain that that's gone on you know but as a fur family, as dog lovers, you know that this is what it takes, the time and, and wanting to do that because it, it's just so fulfilling. Yeah, it really is. You just got to have patience, patience and love. That's all they care about, you know, and just let them, let them help them work through what they're working through. I mean, I think a lot of people maybe don't realize how much these dogs need that. You know, it's the patience and uh, especially when you adopt a new dog, you know, you really got to have the patience because you, you don't know what's what's going to happen or, you know, how they're going to react to things. So um, it just takes time, but it's very rewarding. And you are certainly expressing that so wonderfully for us this morning, Kelly, just how rewarding it is and the time that it takes. And it it, it is a daily experience, but you know, again, looking at it being in less than a year, how much Samson has changed and evolved really feels incredible. Yeah, it really is. So now, big honor coming up this next month, again, within less than a year's time of his coming <laughs> to be part of your family. He is the spokespup, as they call them, uh, for the pause walk in September. Yes, he is. He is uh, very funny, and yes, he's he's the spokespup, so he's got to get out there and do his thing. <laughs> but how did that come about? Oh, I just happened to see, you know, when you're part of the organization and, and donating and stuff, you get, get emails and things, and I got an email sent that they were looking for the next spokespup, and they were just like, submit your dog, whatever, and I just did it for fun. I actually, you know didn't think much of it. I just went, oh, I'm going to put that in there. And sure enough, he won. But the other two, the other two dogs that were the contestants were just as adorable and awesome <laughs> as Samson was. So, um, you know, we were pretty excited when he won. So I couldn't <laughs> believe it, actually. I thought that was pretty funny. So we've had a lot of fun going to all the events and the fundraisers. And it's just been a really fun time. And again, I can't say enough about the people I've met, not just the people that come to the events, but the pause coordinator said this. They, they've just been amazing. 
And it is like this really large extended family, isn't it? Once you are supporting it, which you did, I mean, it's kind of a remote thing. You know, here's this great organization. I will send them my money. They're doing good work. But then you venture through the doors and all of a sudden a whole new world opens up and you see all the great things that PAWS does here in our area. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I encourage everybody to check it out and give to that organization because they're doing some phenomenal things, not just with the dogs, but with the cats and the wildlife that they rehabilitate. And it's just a great cause, you know. Right. And of course, the pause walk where we have wonderful, small but dominant (laughs) Samson uh, (laughs) leading the walk because Samson is the spokespup. Folks can come out to that to learn more. And also the big, big thing here is being able to meet spokespup Samson in person. Yes, they can. (laughs) And so he loves the attention. (laughs) Really? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Now he's gotten to enjoy that. Yeah, he doesn't mind it. I mean, he's he's good. He used to tolerate it. Now he now he kind of likes it, you know. Yeah. So he's getting better. So all of that again, an evolution in what love does to really nurture and and make us all of us grow. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, so, really. It is. It's a great feeling. And so let's just kind of give the, the very minimum details here about when and where. Oh, at Magnuson Park on September 7th, I think. It's on from 8 to, oh, what is it, 8 to noon or something? I, I think I it is, right, 8 till noon. Yeah. So that yep. there's going to be booths from what I understand, just lots of ways to learn and find out what you need to know. But the big thing is supporting this really incredible organization. Yeah, and then come out and walk with your dog. And, you know, you don't have to run the 5K. You can walk. We're, ne- we're definitely not running it. So, in fact, I got a little doggy backpack for Samson because I don't think he can walk a 5K. So he's going to be in one of those little doggy backpacks in the front of the back. So, Which seems like just the perfect place for Samson yeah. to be, right? Oh, yeah. He'll be on my back and he'll be happy watching everybody. And everybody can see him much better that way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. And so true to his name, Samson, being this real champ, evolving, being a leader, because he's going to lead the pack here, but also this cute hair that he has, all part of that Samson personality. Yes. Yes, I think his name fits him well. (laughs) Well, I think that you have then chosen well in in doing that. Obviously, there was some sort of, uh, you know, intuitive kind of communication going on between you that this came up. Mm-hmm. Right. I agree. Yeah. There was something that drew us, and I think uh, that happens between people and animals. I really do. They, they often say the animal picks the people more than the people pick the animal. And it sounds so. like that's what happened in your case. Yeah. Right. Oh, well, Kelly, this is just such a a wonderful, heartwarming story with uh, so many great experiences and, you know, still so much story left to tell as days unfold. But certainly this has been a good start. And we certainly want people to come out and meet this wonderful champion, Samson, right? Mm, Yes. Yes. I hope to see everybody there. A lot of fun. Absolutely, that we can count on. So again, thank you so much for for what you have done and certainly for taking time with us this morning to give us this inside view into the life of little Samson. No, it was my pleasure. Thanks for uh, having us on. Such a pleasure. 
There we have some excellent reasons to get out and support PAWS at the PAWS Walk. Now we'll get some further insights and details about the big event coming up fairly soon, but we still have time to get our family, our friends together and make it an event. Eve Firestone is the events manager for PAWS and has the details for us along with the big invite to be there. Eve Firestone, good morning. It is so wonderful to have you join us today. Good morning. What uh, an exciting time. Are you really feeling all revved up looking forward to the big pause walk? We are. We're watching fundraisers stream in and teams getting built and the park is coming together. We're really, we're really excited over at pause. That is so great. And yet, with all of this happening and the momentum is growing, there's probably still lots of room for more teams to get together and and join forces, right? Yeah, we're really just taking off. We do a lot of work leading up to the month before the event. And right now is kind of the time where the teams are, you know, just ramping up and everybody's making their asks and holding garage sales and bake sales and everything just to you know, get all of our dollars together to help animals in need. And, you know, we heard from Kelly talking about Samson and how her first visit to, well, last fall she came up to the location in Linwood to to see what was going on, and that's when she and and Samson met each other. But she was saying how wonderful the accommodations are there, you know, the, the help the the staff that's there, the assistance that comes along. Um, Can you give us kind of a little broader picture of what goes on at the location? Yeah, um, at Paws Linwood, we have two locations. We have Paws Linwood, which has both cats and dogs, and then wildlife. And we also have uh, Cat City, which is in the U District, and that's just a kind of remote location for cats. And up in Linwood, where we do most of our adoptions and where Samson uh, was and they met, we have, uh, I don't even know how many dogs a day coming through there, but the average dog stays about, I think, six days, which is really, really a quick turnover. And part of that's because of the dedicated staff and the volunteers who are doing such a good job of just helping make these dogs comfortable so their, you know, personalities come out and they're not scared when they meet people coming through and they can meet that companion, that, that family member that's just like waiting for them. And it just happens. And it's so beautiful when it happens. So, you know, it's just all those dedicated people that allows that to happen. And, you know, that's Kelly and Samson. Samson was really shy too. And I think part of Seattle is that we have in greater Seattle is that we have this network of animal lovers that are also willing to adopt. And that helps us keep this, you know, machine running and animals coming in and we're helping, you know, nationwide bring animals from disaster relief to get them into homes. And that was part of Samson's story that we heard coming from a puppy mill. So there's that kind of rescue that happens and they come to a temporary location, a temporary home, and then find their forever home. Yeah, we bring them in. We have a huge network of foster, too, that help us, you know. So the dogs that need a little bit longer time to adjust before they come into the shelter or maybe they find their home right from foster. But we're really able to bring in even more dogs than our facility accommodates because of that. And 
dogs like Samson who are super shy, who, you know, the shelter might be a little bit scary for him. They help, they help with that too. And it's, it's great. Yes. You know, we just can't really even say how great it is. I think to really experience it, people should visit there, but maybe coming to the walk is also a very good introduction. I think that's a great introduction. <laughs> <laughs> we love, uh, the walk's great for two reasons. I mean, one, it's so much fun for people to bring out their dogs. And a lot of the people that come have adopted from Paws. So the staff and volunteers who are, you know, putting this whole thing on, it's so much fun for us to get to see the dogs and the families and everybody so happy that, you know, it's kind of like the, all the work we put in is to see that. So it's really fun for us to get to see these dogs come out to the park. And then also we bring adult dogs to the park that are going to be up for adoption. So we, we get to kind of see our work in action. And then also we get to see, you know, all those happy faces and wagging tails that are a result of our work. So, Eve, when you bring some of the bigger dogs to the walk, are people able to adopt at that point? Yeah, they can start the application process. The whole um, companion animal uh, services team is there. They have a big tent, and they'll be walking some adult. You'll see them walk around. They'll have little adopt me vests on. Um, and then they'd finish up all that paperwork afterwards, you know, because it's a little difficult in the park. But, but you get it going. And if you meet somebody, you fall in love. Like last year, uh, Itsy Bitsy was a tiny little chihuahua, and she was a senior citizen, and she found her home. And it was like the greatest thing ever because we had been trying to find a home for her. And at Paul's Walk, it happened. So it was really it's really fun when that and we get to share those stories with staff and volunteers after the fact. And, you know, it just makes it all come together. That is so wonderful. And what a, a great way to mingle and potentially find that next family member uh, by coming out to this event. Even if you already have a, a firm member of the family coming out to walk, there still might be someone else who's waiting to join in with you. Yes, yeah, and, you know, you can make teams. A lot of people, they come out, like, there's one person who maybe has a dog or adopted from Paws, and they're really passionate for the cause. And what's great is you kind of have that team leader, and then who doesn't love animals, right? So we get our friends together, we build a team, and we register on pawswalk.net, and it makes the fundraising and the day bigger and better, and we can help more animals. So, you know, the more you kind of rally those around you to come out to the park. It just, you're saving lives. And that's so critically important, saving these lives. And and we know that happens when we think of, you mentioned Itsy Bitsy. We know about Samson. Here are two wonderful little fur uh, family members who, you know, Life could have been different, but look at this. They're bringing joy to others, and they're enjoying life so well. Yes. Yeah. And we can't forget our cats. We are One of our biggest fundraising teams is the Cat City Bobcats, and they are a team of volunteers and staff, and they're cat lovers, and they win every year. So, you know, we need a dog team to challenge them. 
<laughs> yes. So, all right. There's a, a really good challenge to get competing <laughs> with with the uh, what Bobcats is that? It's the Cat City Bobcats. Cat City Bobcats. Okay, the challenge is on. So let's go through the steps of how to get involved to get a team and and get going in this direction. Yeah, you got to go to pausewalk.net and there'll be a little button that says register. When you hit register, you say create a team. And that's when you're going to get creative, personalize your team, and then you've got to get some team members. So say you're on a I don't know, you're on a football team or your local softball team or your friends in the office at work. Kind of ask those people, you invite them, share your link out, try to get everybody together. And um, then you got to start your fundraising, get everybody to register. And so some of the things that the Bobcats do that have, they have like a little kickoff party and, or you could have like a yappy hour at a bar (laughs) and they kind of raise some money there They'll make T-shirts for their team, you know, and we've had a lot of people have um, luck doing that, selling like fun, cute dog or cat T-shirts that they design that's like their team logo, make a little little money there. And then they donated all the Poswalk. Ask on social, ask your friends. Personalized ask always works the best. Um, Sharing your story of maybe a dog you adopted or just, you know, for some wildlife, if wildlife's your thing. Why is that important to you? Tell your friends and family and ask for, you know, don't go to Starbucks today. Donate five bucks to my page. Just small, small asks really add up. And that's what makes Pause Walk this big community fundraiser. And the timing of this, you know, here we are, summertime, perfect time to be hosting a picnic, a barbecue, any of these kind of theme parties that you want with the focus of Paws. And uh, everybody's having fun and raising money for just one of the best causes around. Yeah, just keep it fun. I think that's what we try to do. Keep it fun. And, and you know, it just it happens naturally and we all love animals and that's what it's about. And so as we raise these funds, we're focused toward uh, the Pause Walk, which is, uh, this is going to be the 28th annual one. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Huge. Yeah. Big numbers coming up. And it happens, that, so let's get the date and the time settled here. Right. So we meet out at Magnuson Park in Seattle on September 7th. It's a Saturday. Uh, we Registration opens at 8 a.m., and you can register day of or if you're starting fundraising before, online before. Either way is okay. And you can arrive as early as 8. The run, so we have a 5K run for all our runners out there. That starts at 9 a.m., takes off. And then the big walk starts at 10 a.m. And then there'll be all sorts of stuff at the park, too. There's doggy activities. There's going to be vendors, booths, food, all the kind of fun stuff. Yes, great stuff, including the big tent where you might find your next family member. And, of course, we need to pitch this again. We heard from Kelly earlier, and uh, it's an opportunity to meet Grand Samson, right? Yeah, he'll be there. Our spokes pup Samson. (laughs) Yes, leading the walk. he'll He'll cut the ribbon and we'll head out at 10. That sounds so perfect. So, you know, all the fun activities leading up to this event, raising those funds for such a great cause, protecting these really vulnerable members of our world, of our community, and 
it all really, I, I think as Kelly had said earlier, you know, what we give, we get so much back in return. It, you, you just can't really fathom it all. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So your job, your work must be just so rewarding for you, Eve. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I, it's so great to work at Paws and know all the good things we do for the animals. I mean, this year alone, I think Paws helped over 9,000 animals of 151 different species. So just knowing, you know, it's it feels limitless on what we can do. And we're, you know, we're not a huge team, but we're a mighty team, and we do we do great work at Paws. Well, we've certainly been hearing enough about it, or, well, some. There's never enough, I think. But here's an opportunity. Come out to the Pause Walk on September 7th, and, and there, really get immersed and find out so much more, right? Yes, yes. We hope to see you out at Magnuson Park. Excellent. Well, thank you, Eve Firestone. It's been so wonderful to connect with you once again. Thank you for the work you do, and uh, we'll see you September 7th. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. Now we have our Sunday morning shout-out, and it's for Washington Outdoor Women, which is an outdoor skill education program by women for women. Since 1998, Washington Outdoor Women has been reconnecting women with Washington's wilderness through skill-building workshops and classes such as archery, freshwater and fly fishing, backpacking, waterfowling, shotgun, map and compass, survival skills, Dutch oven cooking, outdoor photography, and so much more. Match your potential with opportunity. You can check out their workshop schedule and register online at http colon double backslash washingtonoutdoorwomen.org. Washington Outdoor Women is an educational outreach program of the Washington Wildlife Federation and is dedicated to teaching women and girls outdoor skills and natural resource stewardship. If you would like more information, please call Jen Serowitz at 425-785-3555 or email jens at washingtonoutdoorwomen.org. And be ready for great fun.